Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Uh, we got a great video. It's about five minutes long this morning, and this has been circulating around on Twitter. It's pretty much going viral right now, so I want to make sure that you all seen it. And it's actually a year old, um, over a year old. I think it was back in June of 2021. But I really think uh, people need to watch this video, especially this young man. He is probably a sophomore now, I would assume, because I think he was a freshman um, when he made this video. And he is just spot on with what he has to say. And he really just drops the mic on this school board. So listen to this. I mean, the future leaders of America, this gives me hope. That is for sure. Hi, my Nick, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, my name is Brad Taylor, and I just finished my freshman year at RHS. Um, I've been a part of District 196 schools now for 10 years, and I'm going to give you a glimpse today of what's actually going on inside these schools. Um, despite the board's attempt to deny it, District 196 schools are quickly becoming a place where promoting activism is actually more important than promoting education. I'll take you, I'll take you back to my first day at RHS this fall. The principal came out and gave us a heartfelt speech about equality and standing together. Um, He began to list countless races, such as Latino, Asian, expressing how much they matter and how important they are. But never once did he mention a race or identity that reflects me or half the kids that were in the class. Now, members of the board, I know you haven't been to school in a while. And I know most of the people, I know none of you or most of you don't have any kids left in the school district. Um, But you must admit how uncomfortable it will be to be characterized just by your skin color on the first day of school and be thought that you were wrong just because of your skin color. So I'll never forget the look one of my friends gave me from across the room as we were sitting there listening to this blatant bias being expressed in the so-called equity statement by the leader of our school. To be clear, I don't need you to tell me that I matter, but hearing the condolences given to other races and leaving just one race out, it inevitably you'll start to feel like you've done something wrong. And in our principal's attempt to unify us, he instead created unwarranted boundaries and barriers between his students, pitting us against each other based on characteristics that we can't control. In another separate instance, I was told that writing all lives matter on the whiteboard was political and could be seen as offensive. When I questioned the teacher after class, she told me that she didn't have an answer and she just had to erase it and it was quickly erased. There are political signs all over RHS specific about specific races that matter, specific sexual orientations that matter, and specific perspectives that matter. But when I questioned the RHS administration about how these signs were political, they told me that they were supporting human rights. So when I questioned why the equity statement couldn't represent all students, they told me that to even ask that question was outlandish and offensive. And they, when I asked why that was, they told me, quote, whites have a pretty good situation right now, unquote. So is that not racism? Disregarding my question merely because of the color of my skin. To be honest, after enduring a year of the people in charge telling me that I'm a racist and I'm privileged and pointing out our irreversible differences, I've never noticed race more. And it's becoming the first thing I notice when I meet someone, which has never before been the case. RHS administration confidently told me that RHS students and staff are happy with their equity statement. But from my experience in talking with other students, this is not the case. I know many kids who disagree with their teachers, but they're too scared to stand up because they're worried that their grades will be docked and their learning experience will be affected. My honors government teacher, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's mentioned that Democrats care more about all people while Republicans only care about themselves. And he's also inferred to us that socialism is better than democracy. He even had a statue. He had a statue of a socialist leader in his classroom. Um, 
I have been, I've been told by a lot of kids that they just stay silent and adjust their schoolwork to reflect an acceptable opinion to secure a good grade. I've been approached by multiple teachers who have told me in private that they just want to say that they agree with me and they support me standing up, but they can't say it in front of the class for fear of being disciplined by the administration in some way or losing their jobs. There is clearly only one way to think in this district, and that is that they are teaching their kids to shut up if they don't agree. Now, members of the board, I want you to take a good look at yourselves in the mirror tonight and ask, are you really standing up for the equality of all people, or are you just pushing a damaging political ideology um, on, on our students? A fellow coworker at my job, who by the way is of color, discreetly told me that the school seemed to be pushing a very leftist agenda in class. This proof is not everyone is happy with your school, and not everyone who isn't happy is white. Now, due to all these instances I've mentioned and many more that I can't fit in this five minute speech, I've decided to leave this district and continue school on a private Christian school online. And, and there will be sacrifices and I will not get to walk in the graduation ceremony or attend milestones at RHS, but I will be able to learn in an environment that is not intent on punishing me daily for my skin color and political views. Now, regardless of how you take my speech, whether you just shrug it off as malarkey or Fox News talking points, I encourage you to think about it because someday I'm going to be a leader. I may be the president, a governor, or just a professional golfer, but I will never stop believing that everybody has value no matter their skin color or personal beliefs. And it's a shame that you're not going to be able to say that I was an alumni of RHS in District 196. Thank you. Wow. Absolute mic drop by that young man. <laughs> yeah. You could be president, you could be governor, or just a professional golfer. But this young man obviously is going places, um, especially with everything that he just said. And it's unfortunate that we have adults that can't even see what's going on. So case in point, I'm going to also be highlighting, and I have been highlighting, what's been going on in Jackson, Michigan, and Jackson schools with one of their board members. Um, this board member named Keisha Hamilton has made horrible, horrible racist remarks against white people. So we always hear on how horrible this country is with racism and how there's white supremacy that's rampant and all this other garbage that we're fascist and everything else. But what I'm going to do is start giving you the other side because there is racism on the other side just as well. And we have to expose this hot garbage and not allow these people to push this narrative because they control the corporate media. They control the social media and the censorship on social media. I'm getting censored right now on YouTube. Um, so it's my job to bring this awareness to people. So I'm going to show you a clip of somebody here in the Jackson County School Board or Jackson Public Schools school board meeting that was just a couple days ago and the guy hits the nail on the head and I'm going to expose a lot of other videos about Jackson community schools with their school boards and what people are saying in that community. So you all can be aware of what's going on over there. But Keisha Hamilton said this in a tweet um, back in 2022, whiteness is so evil. It manipulates and says, I won't apologize for my dishonesty and trauma being practices and thinks you should applaud it for being honest about its ability to manipulate and be honest or dishonest. Another tweet, she said, the last thing you have to worry about is an animal, though that could be a very real threat. More dangerous are any white folks you may see on the trail. Be safe. This is a school board member that said this. Another one, found another job eventually. Thankful this affects the stuff. Uh, the effects of this stuff last. Working, living, and around with white folks is incredibly difficult. Being subjected, or subjected to them and their violence and treachery is severely abrasive, but they sleep peacefully at night. It's just tough out here. 
And then she said, these white women are the stupidest. So you imagine if a white board member said these things about Hispanics, about black people, about Jewish people, about any other person, they would be crucified on the liberal corporate media, wouldn't they? But they're trying to cover this up and keep this really quiet. And I'm going to expose what this community member said on the school board right now about this. And he he just nails it. So let me bring up this video right now for all you. Here it is. What an unusually quiet evening tonight so far. So here's some of the things we have learned over the past month. First, Jackson's most famous race baiter has doubled down on her hate speech and is basking in the media attention. Didn't someone stand in the podium at the last last month and describe Miss Hamilton as a malignant narcissist who craves attention, both positive and negative? I think that guy might have had a pretty good handle on the mentally unstable mess that is Keisha Hamilton. We also learned that Keisha lied on her social media and claimed that, quote, Proud Boys and other extreme right-wing groups were going to protest at the last board meeting. This was a dog whistle meant to create sympathy and to bring in thuggish groups from out of county who cursed, threatened, shouted down, and menaced citizens seeking to address the board. That was a, it was a major failure that the JPS board did not immediately halt the meeting when it was, when it saw that Keisha's rent-a-mob was harassing and even assaulting people trying to speak to the board. Your weakness and inaction that night made JPS look far worse by the end of the meeting than it did at the beginning. So we've all heard quite a bit of racial rhetoric lately. I think it's time for a little bit of a reality check. For starters, Keisha voted to mask school children and lock them out of their classrooms for months on end, actions which have severely damaged poor and struggling school kids in Jackson for years to come. Is it that her judgment is poor, or she really just doesn't give a single damn about the un underserved kids she claims to care so much about? Black kids have academically lost years of ground due to the presence of Keisha Hamilton being on this board. When the mostly black John R. Lewis Elementary School in Jackson was flagged by the state of Michigan for severe underperformance, social justice warrior Keisha had not a single word to say. That was three months ago, by the way, not a word. Not one single child, black or white, poor working class has achieved proficiency in grade level math or reading because of Keisha sitting on this board. Not one. She's an angry sociopath who attempted to incite a riot last month in order to intimidate this board from calling her out. Mr. Patterson, Mrs. Pierce, Mr. Lewis, and Mr. Coffey, and, uh, and many others, do more in, in, its, in an average single school day to positively impact the lives of poor and struggling kids, both black and white, than Keisha will, do, will probably do in a lifetime Yet Keisha tells her dimwit supporters to spit on these capable and caring men and women, as well as members of this board. Um, I only ask that this board do not bend to the continuing public tantrums of Keisha Hamilton. Thank you. I mean, one thing that I like about his speech is he's so calm. And folks, that's what power is, right? Calm, collective. He had all of his facts. He expressed his facts in a very coherent manner. And bottom line, the Jackson Public School Board, stand up and get rid of this cancer that is in 
infected your school board. Do the right thing. We should not have somebody that's so divisive um, on a school board representing these schools and teachers and students. And so if the Jackson School Board doesn't get rid of this woman, um, then recall her community and get rid of her cancer that has infected your community. That is for sure. So I just wanted to bring those two videos to your attention today. Keep standing up because you guys matter. You truly do. It's more than just the politicians. You at the local level can make the biggest difference. That's one thing that this movement has taught me over the past three years now. It's almost our three-year anniversary when this first started. Is the power of one can lead to the power of many. Remember, you never know what small act that you may say or do, a school board that you may attend, a speech that you may give, even a conversation that you may have with a person that may literally change the lives of millions tomorrow. Keep standing up. Until next time, God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And of course, and always, God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon.